Hey guys, and welcome to the Healthy Huddle. We're going to talk all things health-related based on our real-life trial and errors. I'm Peyton, a retired college athlete with a love for holistic nutrition. And I'm Rachel, a creative writer, forever student, and mental health advocate. We may not have all the answers, but we're damn sure going to try. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of The Healthy Huddle. This is episode 17, kind of just a getting back to normal way of life, getting back on track after the holidays kind of episode. We're just going to be catching up with you guys a little bit. Yeah, it's the first episode of 2021. Yes, welcome. Yay. So we're going to spend some time talking about sort of like, I guess, wrapping up the year, like I'm sure a lot of people have done, and really talking about what is to come in our lives. Yeah, you know, everyone always, you know, does their typical wrap-up of 2020 or wrap-up of the previous year and then what they want to go on for their New Year's resolutions. We kind of want to do it a little bit differently because Mm -hmm. we've been away from you guys for about two weeks now. Took a little bit of a vacay, a little bit of a hiatus there from you guys. Sorry about that. Thank you for bearing with us through that. Um, We just were spending our holidays separately with our families and we just need a little bit of time to ourselves, honestly. So we kind of wanted to do more of like a catch-up episode rather than like a, ooh, New Year's resolutions, go 2021, let's make it the best year of our lives kind of thing. Yeah. Which, you know, what I mean, yeah, let's do that, I guess. But <laughs> it's feeling like the ninth day, eighth day of 2020, so. The funny thing is, I actually don't think either of us feel that way about this year. No, yeah. I think it's, it's going to look different for mm-hmm. both of us. For very different reasons, obviously. Rachel is with child. <laughs> a little Gemini baby. Yes. To unless, come soon. Un- TBD. Yes. Unless the baby is like the maximum two weeks late, then it'll be a cancer. Yeah. But anyways, baby coming soon, basically. Yeah. June's um, going to be a great month. It is. You're going to graduate from your program. Yes. This is, they've decided, I wasn't here for New Year's Eve, um, but all of our other roommates decided this is the year of Rachel. Yes, because I'm going to get my master's. hmm have a baby, and I turned 30 this year. Those are some big milestones. Yeah. So 2021 is looking up. I'm not going to be having a baby, as we know. She's also not turning 30. I'm not. You know what? (laughs) She has a few more years. Yeah. But no, this year, Peyton has a lot of really exciting things going on this year as well. I want to change it up a little bit. Yeah. And I've said that multiple times, probably for the past year or so, but this is the year I'm really going to hold myself to putting my words to actions. So we're going to see. We're going to see where this year takes us. I'm pretty excited. I know you're pretty excited. I am. With all that being said, instead of making it like a super resolution, goal-focused kind of episode for 2021, we just kind of wanted to catch up with you guys a little bit. We've missed you. We've missed the fam, the squad, the huddle, whatever you guys want to call it. So we're just going to kind of tell you, you know, how our holidays went. Mm -hmm. Hope your guys' holidays were awesome. I know it looked a little different, a lot different actually this year. Yeah, we're just going to kind of catch up with you guys a little bit. All right, guys, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my year wrapped up because it was good, but it wasn't great. As I'm sure a lot of people felt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's, you know, the good things that happened, honestly, uh, we do celebrate Christmas. Christmas was very quiet. It was exactly what I think we needed, especially before next year, the holidays are going to be are a lot different. different. So I think that it was just really important to us that we had time really just to focus at 
on us. It was quiet. Um, that was, was how you wanted it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was so wonderful. And we did get to see my dad later that night. The next day, we got to see V's grandmother and brother, who we hadn't seen in a little while. So just a nice, quiet family time. Yeah. 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 And Your then, brother made some really good, what do you mean, Chinese food? Yes. We oh, did yeah. some. Well, because we were going to order, and then we thought my dad was going to be here earlier, and we're like, okay, we can't order Chinese food because he doesn't eat it. We'll make homemade. And then he didn't even get here until 9.30 at night. Yeah. But still, <laughs> so that's like, actually, yeah. like, that's kind of fun. That's even, like, a better solution yeah. almost. But it was really good. We had a really lovely homemade breakfast as well. Mm-hmm. And our other roommate got to join for that, which was nice. Aww. And then we did, like, a gift exchange. Yeah. And So I missed out, basically, is what we're saying. Yeah, she really <laughs> did. No, we had our own gift exchange, though. Yes, before, before she left. left. Yes, yeah. and that was really nice. That was, that was very sweet. We had like a yeah. nice um, night, but so it was very quiet for you. Very yes. chill. And New Year's was the same. Also very quiet. Yeah. It was just, you Is know. Is that what you felt like you needed? Yes. You think you needed a little bit of a break from. Well, I, well I needed, a, I needed a break from the pressure of satisfying everybody else. Mm. And I was just like, you know, I'm about to spend the rest of my life planning around this child and making sure that grandparents and great-grandparents get to see the kid, you know, on holidays and splitting it up evenly and whatever. So I was like, I just really needed to not have anything to do. Yeah, just stay in no my pressure, pajamas. No expectations. Yeah. It did kind of stink on, and this is so silly, it's not a big deal, <laughs> but it did kind of stink at midnight to not be able to actually give a real cheers. Oh, yeah. What did you have? Like sparkling cider? Yeah, yeah. I had sparkling rosé. Thank oh. you, Welch's. Welch's. Um, but, That's you know, nice. and I know some women opted to have you know, their drink or whatever. Teach but their own. Yeah, that's just not In a decision moderation. that I am making. But by that time, too, my belly was just so sore and I was so tired and I was cranky and ready for bed. And I actually ended up having, like, this huge breakdown New Year's Eve and New Year's Day because the end of the year was just really hard for my family. I mean, we dedicated an episode to my grandfather who ended up passing mm-hmm. and the family couldn't be together. We couldn't do anything. And it actually ended up being even more difficult because my grandmother contracted COVID, who fortunately is okay. I believe my aunt and my uncle both contracted it because they were taking care of my grandmother. Really? They're okay, fortunately. So it just was very difficult, and especially at that time for my family. I was going to say, especially that timing with the holidays. It's a lot. That's a lot to take on. Well, and then, I don't think I had told you this, but uh, I have an uncle who ended up in the hospital the weekend, or the week of Christmas, and he's okay. He's recovering now. Um, It had nothing to do with COVID. Gosh, your whole family was like in and out of the hospital. (laughs) Yeah, it just was a very difficult time. Um, There has been, I'm not quite ready to fully disclose this yet and talk about this in great detail. But my family has really been going through some tough, tough stuff this year. It all kind of, it overflowed. That's the that's what happened. It overflowed for the holidays. And it hit like a boiling point. Yes. And it just really changed conversations. It changed what our family holidays will look like. It's something that I'm still processing. I don't even know how much I'll ever end up sharing out of the respect and privacy of family, family. members that it's impacting. Yeah, of course. Uh, it just has, it was a very 
emotionally difficult time. And I, as emotional as we all know that I am, because as we know, I'm a four and just an incredibly emotional person. I wear it on my sleeves. Whenever I go through hard things, I don't. And I suppress it, suppress it, suppress it until finally it just boils over. It's almost like I like to believe that it doesn't bother me as deeply as it does. Yeah, you don't like to admit it to yourself. And then this is what happens a million, it feels like a million things happen and all of a sudden it's like, okay, I can handle one or two of these things, but now six things have happened and I feel overwhelmed. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened. And so I spent New Year's Eve and New Year's Day acknowledging that. And so I feel much better. I actually have made a therapy appointment just to check in with how I'm feeling about certain things and also to set up support through the remainder of the pregnancy and into postpartum. Um, So very excited about that and very thankful that I do have that support in place. Mm -hmm. Really good things have been happening in my life as well, which I'm very thankful for. I had gotten away from almost entirely my gratitude and journal practice. Oh my gosh, that's a big deal for you. I would go, I was like looking at the dates and I'd go two weeks without a single entry and was that just would had that just started when you have become pregnant or do you think that had anything to do with that uh it started really when I like went on a break from grad school okay because I didn't have this like normal routine anymore oh okay yeah. so and I allow... you were going through a lot of hard things obviously with your yes. family so and probably when you needed it the most <laughs> to journal yeah but... well to be honest I think I was having a hard time finding reasons to be grateful and that's really when I should have been doing it the most At the very end of December, I got back into a good practice, and so I've been doing it almost, or not almost, I have been doing it every day since then. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think, honestly, a lot of people have been struggling with that with 2020, you know, being, for all intents and purposes, a shit year Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, one way or another, that it's been shitty for you. It's hard to be grateful. Like, looking back on 2020, it has been hard to be like, oh, thank God that that happened. Thank God we went through a damn pandemic, like, oh God. (laughs) But we were just talking about how for all the shitty things that happened in 2020, all the crappy things, and clearly Rachel went through a lot with her family in December, I've actually had some things go on with my family as Mm -hmm. well. Not to the extent I would say, but I'd still, you know, still draining on the family and, you know, whatever one person goes through is something different than another person goes through. But for all the crap that's happened in 2020, I truthfully do look back at it and I'm I'm great. I'm thankful for it. Yeah, I, I am. learned and so I, much. And I feel like that's a weird thing to say. I feel like if someone was on, from the outside listening to this being like, what a weird, sick, twisted thing to say. Obviously, we're not thankful for a fucking pandemic. But the things that it has forced us to do or the things mm-hmm. that it has even enabled us to do to tap in, I feel like personally, to myself mentally, more than ever, more than ever. <laughs> like, we all know I'm not an emotional person. I have literally cried more for good reasons or bad reasons, Mm -hmm. but I've just expressed my emotions so much more in these past, I guess, almost a year, maybe, maybe like six, eight months, but more than I ever have in my entire life. And I honestly do think that I have 2020 to thank for that in a weird way, as that may sound, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I actually would agree. And I think that I have so much to be grateful for. And I really feel like I learned a lot about not just myself, but about other people and about my relationship and communicating. And honestly, I, even though things have been so hard in my family, 
I feel so close to my family. I was just going to say 2020 and we would both, we're both like the spokespeople for this. (laughs) 2020 was the year that I realized I need my family more than I ever thought I ever did. Yeah. I need them. It's not like, oh, I'd like to see my, no, I physically, mentally, emotionally need them. And I know Rachel feels that way as well. Yeah. And I feel like you know, certain relationships in my family, I think I've taken a lot of work to get to where they are. And I feel like I started to actually see this year the benefits of the hard work that I have put in and that the other person has put in as well. And I just am so incredibly thankful that there were certain things that I was afraid of and I learned that I didn't have to be afraid of it. I just love my family so much and I'm just so thankful to have the family members that I do. And that's even with people who at some point I felt very distant from and things were tough and I didn't know if I would ever have a good relationship again with that person or with that person. And I know that I do now. And it's not like I didn't need 2020 to prove that. But because of all of the things that was going on, it was like we had to band together and reassure each other. We are family. Yeah, 2020 I don't think was... The reason why we knew, oh, I need my family. Like, obviously, we love our families, always have, always will. But I would definitely say that 2020 gave us a little bit of kick in the ass to be like, when you don't even know what's happening in the world, when you think you're at your lowest point, you can't do it anymore, you don't know what you're going to do with your life, where you're going to be in 10 years, like, it's your family that's got your back. I don't know. I just feel like 2020 has definitely been the year where I've realized that my family are my people, my ride or dies. And maybe some people out there aren't as close with their family and maybe they don't understand it or, and I understand that that's a privilege and uh, it's amazing that I have a family that's as close as I am with them. But 2020 was the year of the family for me. You know, what's so funny is I am so, because my parents do not live anywhere near me. I have not lived in the same state as my mother in 16 years. And I'm the opposite. I go home all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I sometimes go minimum of a year without seeing my mom. And this year, especially when I was sick, I just wanted my mom so, so bad. I get to see her next weekend. I haven't told you that yet. Yes, I'm going to ball. I get to because my niece turns one. Oh, that's right. For her birthday, she's coming into town. Yes, yes. That's exciting. Rachel needs this, you guys. I'm very excited for her. But do you know what I'm so thankful for is that even though neither one of my parents are close, I am so incredibly thankful that my brothers are Mm. because, and I'm, if my sister listens to this, shout out, move down here. Um, But one of my oldest brother, if you guys don't know this, he was living in New York before he now lives with us and he's going to continue living with us for a little bit after the baby is born. It was almost like the timing of everything because he moved down here the week before I found out that I was pregnant. I'm so thankful that I have had that familial support. I mean, I've had incredible support with all of you, but... But he's right there. It's blood. Yeah. Yeah. And like, literally, it's just like my mom couldn't be here. So my brother is here. Yes. And, you know, we get to see my other brother and his daughters and my sister-in-law. And it just has been a lifesaver. Mamas, you were there alone. I have so much respect for you because... I don't know how I would have made it yeah. through that first trimester. Or, to be honest, anyone that goes through stuff alone. Yeah. Like, shout out, because you have a lot more, <laughs> you have a lot more willpower and heart and freaking whatever else you need yeah. to get through that 
just like Rachel had spent it a lot with her family, I as well spent mm-hmm. it with my family. Um, and I got to see family members that I haven't seen in so long. So long. And obviously, you know, we were safe and kept our distance and, you know, wore masks and everything, all that good stuff. But I can't even tell. I feel like it, obviously it wasn't the same. It's probably not going to be the same for a while here, but things are looking up, hopefully. But just to be able to see their face, like, mm, I can't even, I appreciated it so much more this Christmas than I ever have in any other Christmas that has been in the past. I know that for a fact, and I know that that's because of 2020. Yeah, and you really got to spend over the holidays some quality time with family members that you needed to spend quality yeah, time with. I needed them. It was nice, you guys. I'm not even going to lie. Me and Rachel, we, we felt really bad, you know, taking two weeks completely off. But then we talked about it and we are like, you know what? Fuck this. We need our families right now. We need yeah. to be with our people during the holidays. It was much needed for both of us. I hope it was, you know, you guys got to spend time with your families as well or with people, you know, who are close to you. But we needed it. Yeah, well, and I think that that's one of the things that we have really tried to say is sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need to be able to step away and say it's okay. You know, I think that that's just something that was important, that we needed to be able to just both focus on our families and come back whenever it was time and we were both here and present and ready. Yeah, I don't really like to feel like I'm failing someone I don't like to fail myself, yes, but I especially don't like to feel like I'm failing someone else. So by not putting out, you know, the posts that we always say we're, you know, gonna put out on Sundays, it felt very odd to me. I know it felt odd to Rachel, but that's growth I've seen in myself because I recognized and understood that I needed this break. And she recognized it because she even texted me and was like, dude, don't worry about it. Come on now. Like, let's not freak out about it. Yeah, because... We were going to do a Zoom episode. Yeah, we were going to do a whole and Zoom call. she has to, I don't have all this stuff on my computer. So yeah, Peyton, it's on my computer. Yeah, so she was going to have to spend, it's so much more difficult to edit on Zoom. So she was going to have to spend hours editing it. And I was willing to do it for you, bitches. Yes. <laughs> and I messaged her and I was like, it's okay if you don't want to. And I, but you know, it's so funny because I was, when you had texted me that, that day, I was like, I think I need to tell Rachel, that I, I just can't, I can't, I can't step away from my family this much. And you know what? I had two full weeks and I recognize how much of a privilege that is, but I had two full weeks on this holiday with my family. You guys, I don't think I will ever get that again, ever. And a part of it is because, you know, of this, of 2020 and, you know, COVID and everything, I was able to take a little bit more time off and so was my other family members. And I just was like, if I don't use this to my full advantage, and if, if I'm not present at every single moment that I'm here, I'm wasting this. I think that point is so important. You were present with your family. I was present. And we talk about this because I'm very much, I live in the past and the future. Yeah. And it's hard for me. And I, that's another like thing I'm going to try to focus on in 2021. But I was present. I was like, go me. Because I tried so hard to just be there. Because I needed to be there. My family needed me to be there. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like this was so... I mean, I know that you were spending time with more than just your sister who's like the next under you. Mm -hmm. But y'all, when I say that they just bring out such a fun side of each other, (laughs) I was like, you know... She's going to love that. Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
her posts were fire. Yeah. I was like, she's so beautiful. Yeah. And such a good person. Well, so. she's a four too, just like Rachel. So they're a little yeah. bit, I would say, would you say fours are a little bit more introverted? Yes. Okay. She's a lot more introverted, but when she's around me, I bring it out a little bit in her. Yeah. They just are so fun together. We and I was out. like, they, like you could just tell that they needed that time together. We did. And I just was so thrilled for the two of you. Yeah. Especially because we had just gone through like a traumatic freaking event. Yeah. That we won't talk about. We never speak of anymore. <laughs> um, like, not even a month before that. And so we just, yeah, we just needed the time. And literally, my dad couldn't even be there on Christmas morning with us. He flew in Christmas on Christmas Day because he had to work Christmas Eve. And my when whole- you say When you say flew in, will you, because I don't think they know where you were. Oh, I was in Florida. Sorry, most of my family lives in Florida. My older family, at least, that I really wanted to see in my family used to do Christmas in North Carolina here where we live but we packed it up and did it in Florida because elder members of the family could not travel you have to hold the precious moments that you have with them left so we went to Florida so my but my dad was working so he flew in on Christmas morning and it's kind of funny I don't think I told you this yet but my mom fully expected just her to go pick my dad up. She did not think we would get up for it. She did not think we wanted to even drive to the airport. And guys, me and my two sisters, they're 19 and 10, okay? So it's a little hard to get them up in the morning. I got those girls up and we went to the beach, just the three of us, at six, like 6.30 in the morning. We went and watched the sunrise, and then we got Starbucks for my whole family, and then we came home, and then me and my sisters and my mom went and picked up my dad, and my mom was like, I did not think you guys were going to want to do this, and I was like, mom, I can't, I can't miss out on this stuff anymore. I refuse to miss out on this stuff anymore. Because, yeah, probably two or three years ago, I'd be like, oh, don't bother me until it's 11 o'clock. Like, I'm sleeping (laughs) in. My sister can attest to that, too. She's the same way. Like, we're sleeping in. Don't wake us up. But no, I was like, no, I absolutely refuse to miss out on this. Yeah. And I, going forward, I will be like that for the rest of my life. And I'm not saying it's because of 2020, but 2020 definitely let us recognize that. Not just me, I feel like a lot of people. Yeah. I think that something that you just said actually really ties in this part of the conversation very nicely with what we were talking about on our walk and what we're thinking about in 2021 is about really being present in the moment and not allowing for ourselves to miss out on something. Because I think that we both have a lot of opportunities and exciting things in front of us. Mm -hmm. It's just so important to be in the moment and not be afraid of the unknown. Because it is very easy to be fearful of the unknown and to let that dictate whether you're going to make that leap or whether you're Mm going to stay in the place that you're at. I think my, I'm not setting typical goals this year. Okay. I think I talked, I think I said something about that in the last episode. Yeah, we're not setting resolutions. No, I'm not setting a specific goal because I'm a very goal oriented person. And when I don't hit that goal, no matter if I even want to hit it for myself or not, or I think that that's what I'm supposed to do, I get very upset, very down mm-hmm. on myself. It's very ment- mentally... I'm toxic. <laughs> it can be damaging. Yeah, it's toxic. Said, I'm not going to do that this year. I've decided I'm going to set a theme for myself. Mm-hmm. Or uh, my goals will be feelings, not actual physical concrete goals. So a theme for myself is... I have a couple. 
One of them, obviously, I already had said was to put my words to actions Mm -hmm. because I'm very much, I don't know if I'm like a dreamer maybe, but I get very passionate very easily. (laughs) Rachel's like nodding her head like, yeah, we know you're passionate. But one of those, it's to put my words to actions. Mm -hmm. My other one, my main other one is to not be so in the past or in the future to be present. One day I was just out walking and I started recording like myself just speaking because I felt like I needed to get things off my chest and I needed to say things verbally out loud, but no one really was around me. So I just recorded it for myself to listen back to. And the one thing I said, and I don't even think, maybe I blacked out in the moment, I didn't even realize I said it was, I said to myself, Peyton, you're so anxious about your past and your future. Why don't you just freaking pay attention to what's right in front of you? And I was like, okay, Peyton, you fucking therapist? Like, <laughs> damn. But I'm so focused on my failures in the past, or I could have done this in the past, and then I'm so anxious about my future. It's like the worst of both worlds, which, why can't I just take my successes for when they come, mm-hmm. no matter how little or how big they are, or just take my failures for how they come, you know? How little or how big they are. And Rachel had said something on our walk. She was saying that instead of, you know, letting the failure crush you, just adjust. Yeah. Move onward. And that's actually the word onward. I did one of those, like, Instagram <laughs> things where I was, like, flicking a bunch of words and then you screenshot Which I feel it. like never pop up what you actually are thinking. No. Or always some random thing. And mine was onward. That's pretty cool. And I just... I feel like that's a sign. Gosh, it felt so appropriate. Yeah. Because all I kept trying to do at the end of the year was just figure out how to move onward. I, Peyton and I both, surprise, can be extremists. (laughs) And I just tend to have this mentality of if I think I'm doing something well and I find out that even one part of it isn't as good as it could be or... Maybe I should rethink or something like that. I'm just like, fuck it. Throw it all out of the window. I did everything wrong. Like, now I have to completely rethink it. Yeah. And instead of having that, like, self-defeating attitude Mm -hmm. of saying, okay, well, now how do we pivot? Now how do we just reconsider this aspect? For example, because this is the only thing I know to talk about right now. This is what comes up immediately. I am hoping to be able to breastfeed. I'm hoping to be able to pump. Some women have a hard time producing milk or it just becomes very painful and it's a very tedious, difficult process. Or the baby doesn't latch, right? Yes, that happens a lot too. I know that that's just like a really tough thing for some moms. And so I'm already setting up my mentality to think if that happens, then fed is best. Pivot to what is going to be best for the child. That has nothing to do with me. That doesn't mean I'm a bad mom. That doesn't mean I failed. That just means that I have to adjust and continue moving forward. And I just think that especially with so many things going on this year, with so many big things happening this year, I just think that is such a good theme to keep in mind that no matter whether things go the way that I want them to or not, because let's face it, they never do. It's not never. going to. Ever. Life would be too easy, you guys. Yeah. And who and who wants that anyways? No. We don't learn and grow that way. We were way. not put on this earth for it no. to be easy for us. <laughs> so, you know, I used to be a person who would just really get down and think, woe is me. This is the worst. Life is over. You know? yeah. So poor of you. You know, but like now I just realize that even if sometimes all you're doing is surviving. You just find a way to keep moving forward and eventually that hard season passes. Yeah. 
you know, I just think that that's really what I want to keep in mind while also keeping in mind being there in the present moment. What can I learn from this? What can I enjoy in this? Because sometimes in the hardest moments this past year, especially the end of the year, some of the hardest moments turned into the best moments with V or on the phone with my mom or something like that. And I'm also extremely appreciative of that. So I think also keeping that in mind. Looking for the good and things that are overall from an outside perspective bad, like keeping a, ha- a glass half full mentality I think is super important. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I have not been very glass half full lately. I've been very like just emotional. Well, one, because I just freaking started my period. I literally have cried for the past six days straight. I was like, oh my God, what's happening to me? I'm like, I felt like Frosty the Snowman because I was like, oh my God, I'm melting, I think, because (laughs) (laughs) it's like this water from my eyes, I believe it's from. (laughs) I was like, I don't do this. But I don't know, I've been like crying to Rachel, crying to my mom, like just being so down on myself. Like, I'm not where I want to be, blah, 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 yada, yada, you know, you know, the usual, the classic Tuesday meltdown. Instead, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put that pressure on myself. I'm not going to be like, I should be here. I need to do this better, this better, this better. No, it's an opportunity. Mm -hmm. A new year, a new opportunity, even though I hate that because it's like, okay, well, any time of the year is an opportunity for you, you know? I just think when the new year hits and you start reflecting on the year that just happened, It allows you to understand, okay, I felt that way in that certain moment this past year. I liked that feeling. Mm -hmm. I want to go for that again. Or I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like how it made me feel. I didn't like the people I was surrounding myself with in that moment of this past year. I don't want to put myself in that again. It's kind of like a report card. I actually was actually listening to Smart List, the podcast, and Martin Short, who's like hilarious, hilarious man, Marty Short, he was saying that he like puts his life into like categories and gives himself like a grade. It doesn't need to be an old time thing, but I don't know, just looking back at this past 2020, I'm like, these feelings I have felt up and down the roller coaster of 2020, those feelings of those highs and what I was doing and where I was in that moment, that's what I need to chase after in 2021. I don't need a specific goal to do that. I just want to chase that feeling. Well, and I think something that you and I can both take forward with us is removing the pressures that we put on ourselves because of what we believe are the external pressures. Mm -hmm. I think that we both, and I'm sure so many of you feel this, we both put so much pressure on ourselves thinking, oh, I'm this age, or, you know, I should be, I should have this part of my life figured out, or I should already be at this milestone, or this is what my life should look like. Because why? Mm -hmm. Because we see somebody on Instagram, because someone in our family makes a comment, like who is to determine, yeah, where we're supposed to be when like, we're still so young, we have so much to figure out, our lives are changing, it's okay for us to be where we are, but still moving forward. And as you were saying earlier, like, Who cares how long it takes us to get to our goal as long as we get there. If we have an idea of what those goals are and we're chasing after that passion, whatever that passion is, and maybe it'll morph over time. I'm sure it will. It usually does. But as long as we get there, it's okay that we're not there today. Yep. My mom, I was telling Rachel this earlier because I get like that. Mm -hmm. My mom used to always tell me, Peyton, if you get to the goal, right? Like if you hit the goal at the end, 
then what the fuck does it matter how and when you got there? Yeah. What does it matter? Because at the end of the day, you got the goal. You're there. So who cares? And she's she's right. I used to be like, moms know things, don't I know, they? Right? Fucking wild. Hey, newsflash, guys. Moms know things. Yeah. I don't know. I just we made this. We wanted this to be like a catch-up episode. It ended up turning out to be us just kind of venting about how yeah. we want our 2021 to go. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's usually how these things go, though. If you didn't know, now you know. But. I would say there's a lot of things I want to go for in 2021 that aren't concrete goal related, which is very weird because I literally still have my 2020 goal list on my desk. I think I said that in the last episode too. And I just, I want to do it differently. And I want to do it by my own terms because it's what I want to do. I've definitely fell in the trap of thinking that other people's expectations and goals that they have for me are my own expectations and my own goals. No, they aren't. Like, I have my own passions in life. Mm -hmm. And if that translates to not the traditional way of doing things, then okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what's the problem here? Like, if I'm passionate about it and I'm so driven and determined and I'm working at it day in and day out, what does it matter if I go to a 9 to 5 desk job? You can't see my face right now, but I'm making this like, what the fuck She's squinting her eyes. Yeah. I just get annoyed (laughs) at that. Like, why is that the societal standard for what working is? That's not even towards the goal that I want to reach. So to me, that's not even working because I'm not even doing what I actually love to do. Yeah, I've had two thoughts going on in my head. And I was talking to Peyton about this when she first got back at the beginning of the week. On the one hand, I and I talked about this in the episode where we talked about my pregnancy. I didn't even know if I ever even wanted to be a mom. And now I find myself in the situation where I'm going to be. And, you know, I like being so sick the first trimester it was really hard for me to genuinely accept it and be excited and so I had a little bit of that and then I think I maybe said this in the mental health episode but I did not think I was ever going to live to be 30 I thought I was going to take my own life before then and now I am like I get to be a mom and 30 (laughs) and I'm gonna turn 30 In the same year, those things are going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so I'm finally at this place. (laughs) It helps that I feel so much better. But I'm just like, like I texted V today and I was like, I am so thankful to be pregnant with your baby and like that he's my partner and that we get to do it together and that I get the chance to be a mom. And I'm so excited to grow into the mom that I'm going to be. And I had no idea ever in my life that I would ever be excited to become a mom And to turn 30, like that I would be excited about life and that I get to bring life into another human. This year, I just really want to absorb those moments and enjoy them and appreciate them for what they are. Yeah. Well, I've told you before, but I was telling Rachel, like, that's so full circle. Like, how full circle is it that when you were 20 years old, you were like, I'm not going to make it till 30. And now not only are you making it till 30, but your 30th year, you're bringing another life into this world when you thought you were going to take your own. Yeah. How freaking full circle, dude. Like, I'm my, I'm going to cry on my 30th birthday more than likely because I just am like, I'm almost stunned. I'm thankful that I had people who believed in me and I'm thankful that I gave myself the opportunity. I was going to say that you believed in yourself. Yeah. Really because is the thing that's. Stands out the most to me. And I think that that's even a theme to take out of 2020 is we all survived. Damn it, we freaking survived. Mm -hmm. 
you, whatever the hardship was in your life, whether it was because of the pandemic or not, whatever hardship you've had in your life, you've pushed past it and you have moved onward. Take those strengths with you because whether you feel strong or not, right now, you're strong. Take those with you and really try to just, like we're saying, be present in the moment and appreciate life as it happens. I think if 2020 taught us anything, it was to expect the unexpected (laughs) and take it in stride. Because, I mean, Rachel's sitting here saying that she never wanted to be married, never wanted to even really reach 30, never wanted to have a baby. And now she's literally, I mean, not the married part, but basically, basically, yeah, (laughs) life partner, essentially. She's hitting all of those. And so that's just like expecting the unexpected and that probably is going to be so much better than you ever even put into your brain what you thought was going to happen. Yeah. And also too, so like expect the unexpected, but then also if the expected or whatever, where you're at, you're feeling stagnant, complacent, change it up, change it up so that you go into that unexpected path, that you go down that path, journey, tunnel, whatever you think it is that's so fearful to you because you have no idea what's going to happen. And then something great happens from it. Like, we survived. That's why everyone's been saying it. We survived because it took a lot of freaking strength and guts and heart and willpower. So 2021 needs to be the year where we're not taking no for an answer. And do what you want to do. Like, go for it. Change it up. Do what you've got to do and do it for you, not for anyone else or not for the reasons you think you need to do it for. Peyton will talk about her next step so she's ready, but I feel like one thing that you're really learning and trying to take advantage of is accepting that while you do have fear about making certain decisions, your excitement is overpowering that. And it's like the question, if not now, when? When? You know, if you have an opportunity, if you have a chance to do something that scares the shit out of you but makes you so excited you can barely stand it, don't wait. I mean, look at how the last year was. How many people were like, you don't have time to their wait. life was, you know, completely flipped upside down, or they lost loved ones, or they didn't get to see and do the things that they normally love. You know, obviously, as things change and whatever, like, do whatever it is that scares the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Oh, yeah. 2021, I have some big ideas in my head, and Rachel's right. I talked with my mom about it the other day, and I was like, this is my time. This is my time. And I'm scared shitless, but I'm way, my excitedness and my passion really overtakes how scared I am. Mm -hmm. So basically what we're saying, 2020, expect the unexpected, hold your family close, fucking change it up. At least that's what I have to say. Rachel? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, I definitely agree, but you know, I think also just like embrace the now, embrace the present. Oh yes, that one. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Those four actually, there, there you go. There's your huddle up. Yeah. There's the, wait, you didn't get the normal intro, but that's, that's the huddle up. We know we normally do like a classic huddle up and we list our points and everything. We will get back to that and get back into the swing of the normal things, but Those are the four key things I think we have both really discussed over and over and over again that 2020 has taught us and also that we want to bring into 2021. So just take it in mind. Take it with a grain of salt. If you don't feel the same way, okay, that's cool too. If that inspires you to change it up a little bit and go for what you want to do, that's freaking awesome. Let us know because we love to hear when people, you know, get a little bit inspired. And hopefully, you know, because you guys, like... We get inspiration from other people all the time. All the time. Such an important lesson to learn and such an important factor in today's society is take inspiration from other people. Ask for help when you need it. We're not alone in this. 
You can't be alone in this. And you know what, too? Something else that I have learned is that even when you think you're alone, you're really not. Because, like, this, you, this podcast taught us that. Yeah. I mean, you can join a group or listen to a podcast or, you know, like, there's someone else out there. Yeah. Anyways, welcome to 2021, guys. Yay! We have, we're so excited about some content ideas that we have. We're not going anywhere. You know, as our lives change, we'll just keep you guys posted on how that means this is going to look. But we don't have any plans oh, no. for, like, you can't get rid of us. Yeah, no, like, we're not going anywhere. So for you, you guys. shouldn't go anywhere. Yeah, so keep on <laughs> Probably one of our biggest goals in 2021 is just to get our name out there more. Yeah. Um, to produce you know more I guess content I fucking hate that word <laughs> it sounds so like prissy but yeah to produce more content for you guys but just stuff that we're passionate about we're gonna talk about when we cry we're gonna talk about when we yeah. feel down we're gonna talk about when we're super happy and crushing it at life and guess what 2021 we're talking about vaginal health that's right <laughs> oh yeah me and Rachel had a whole talk about that the other day because why is it so taboo like to say the word vagina yeah <laughs> no but honestly I mean women's health that one is coming to you yes for we cannot sure. wait that one will be good so just stay tuned guys we have a lot of stuff that we have planned for this year and we're also going to keep doing our small business shout outs yes because we think it's super important we want to get them out there rachel's done such an amazing job to kind of get a bunch of these small businesses lined up to put their information out there so she is going to take over for right now Yes, and I am so excited today, you guys. I am going to tell you about Morgan, who is a balayage and extension specialist. I hope I don't mispronounce this. I might, but she works at the Meraki Salon in Durham. That's M-E-R-A-K-I. She has a passion for the holistic hair industry, and she just really loves to make people feel beautiful and heard when they are in her chair. She has been doing hair since 2015. And she actually used to own her own studio in Arizona where she and her husband both lived for a while but didn't quite feel like home. So they now reside in North Carolina where they have the most beautiful four-month-old baby girl named Mila Rose and three huge crazy dogs. Um, But if that's something that you're interested in, you can either find her on Facebook and Instagram at Desert Maine. That's at D-E-S-E-R-T-M-A-N-E or through the salon at Meraki Salon NC. Um, So definitely check her out. Support small businesses, guys. I know it's not technically the holiday season anymore, but they still need our support. They definitely still need it. All year round, all the time, no matter what. 2020 opened our eyes to that too. Yeah. And let us know if there's someone that you want us to highlight, whether they're in North Carolina or not. We want to bring this to your local community really as well. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening to another episode of The Healthy Huddle. If you guys like what we had to say and want to hear from us more in 2021, please make sure to like, share, and subscribe to us on Spotify, Instagram, and all other podcasting platforms so that you'll never miss one of our episodes. All right, guys. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Oh, you don't have anything? I didn't. Oh. Dang. I have to pause to go blow my nose. I'm oh, sorry. okay. Nice. <laughs> Setting kind of overall, like, okay. Hello. Hello.